Welcome to Whiskey and Wonder. All right. We are here. Hello, guys. I am back in the studio with Tyler. I am still in the studio by my, well, not by myself now. No, but I'm here. Yes. Someone's in the studio with Dinah. <laughs> Yay. Wait, what? You, you know, someone's in the kitchen with Dinah. Dinah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, just, yeah. you know. You just replaced it with studio. I get it. Yeah. Uh, so, this is what we're here for. Whiskey and Wonder. Yep. If you're on Twitter, it's Whiskey and One Day, because they're dumb. But anyway, yeah, we are back for episode 18 this week. Yep. I got it right. I looked before we started this time. We are on, let me not speak too soon, because we did not test this. It worked fine last time we were both in the studio. I think we might be on YouTube this week, guys. If did you, you hit record? Yes, I hit record. I hit record. Everything. We're good. Okay. Um, so last week, we finished up the episode for anybody that uh, didn't see the video that I posted, the very dejected two-minute long video. Oh, poor Tyler. Uh, to catch everybody up, I worked two hours trying to get the technical glitches out prior to us recording. We recorded. Afterwards, I upload the... Uh, podcast aspect of it to all the places and then I go to check the video and it's 25 minutes shorter than it should be and is not a video it's like buffering <laughs> the entire time Whoops. like it would like freeze on my face and then it would skip to like Megan and freeze on her face and she'd have like a dumb look <laughs> on her face like mid <laughs> mid word like and then it would come back to me where I'd be like, and it, it uh, well, but the audio was fine, but you couldn't see us. And so hopefully it works now that we're back in the studio. Yes. I, for whatever reason, I think running all this stuff through one computer that I built, I built it specifically for recording music, not video. So I think I've, I've hit the, when you're virtual, I think I've hit the peak of what I can do. So I think you might have to record your own video, send it. Well, I don't. I don't, I don't know how. It's I don't gonna, know how what? we're gonna do that. We're gonna. Neither of us are gonna get sick, and we won't have to ever do that. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Anyway. Um, so. Let's, oh, I'm Megan. Are you? I am. Who are you? John. No, you're not. Am I? No. I forgot who I am. I'm Tyler. There you if go. If you're on YouTube, our names are there. You can see. You you know that. We don't have to. But someone even, might be new listening yeah. to the podcast yeah. and they have no idea who we are. We well, we welcome you. That's Tyler and I'm Megan. Um, <laughs> uh, so on that note, let's hop into a couple of announcements. Um, and Megan touched on this just a second ago. Uh, COVID. It's done. I don't know if you guys heard, but it's done. I am clear. I've been back to work. One job. I am starting the other one back here this week. Um, Megan's here. Yep. Healthy, fine. Tests always negative. So, you know, we're, we're good. Somehow, and I'm not sure how, because I was around family members without a mask because they're COVID deniers. And I was shamed into it. Anyway, point being, <laughs> somehow I managed to not get anybody infected as far as I can tell. At least anybody that I know. So... I'm pretty thrilled with that and going to give myself a round of applause. Thank you, Tyler. Good job. You kept us all safe. 
I, 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 you know, I take the burden on myself. Uh, I just carried everybody's burden on my back. You That's are what I do. just amazing. <laughs> oh, my head. It's like this big right now. <laughs> anyway. Um, also, another announcement is the website. I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing us talk about it. It is coming along slowly but surely. We each wrote a biography and one Mine of was wrong. Well, it, it wasn't wrong. It just was a little not podcast related. No, it was a little too personal. So, yeah. so Tyler was like, no, you need to rewrite that. I'm like, oh, okay. We just want it to relate a little more to whiskey and kind of how we got into that sort of stuff. So, I mean, that makes sense. I just took it as write a short biography about yourself. And so that's I, I just what I did. I didn't explain it very well. I didn't even know what I was looking for, but needless to say. We are making progress on that. We're trying to figure out uh, a store. It's gotten to the point where I think we talked about this on the last episode. In order to do a store, we need to become a an LLC just for tax reasons and yep. liability reasons and whatnot. So we are working on that. Um, I think we're going to look into building, hand building a store on the website, which I hope to God I don't have to do because... Nah. Guys, for anybody that's never used WordPress, it's not hard, but it's not easy either unless you've <laughs> used it before. So if you're just kind of teaching yourself, learning on the go, expect some growing pains. Um, we may try to do something like an Etsy store or an Amazon store. We'll something keep we'll you posted. Um, as it stands right now, uh, the only thing we really have for sale are these fucking amazing stickers right here uh it is the shape of the bottle not this whole white thing if you're on youtube um if you're not on youtube it's just it's our bottle logo yep about five inches uh big yeah i think it's about four or five inches somewhere in that range pretty sure it's five. i almost did something very stupid <laughs> <laughs> what did you almost do now you and we're done. Yep. All right. For anybody that couldn't tell on, uh, held it down in my crotch. For anybody that couldn't tell on the video or the podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so with that, stickers are $3. Uh, if you're on YouTube, you can see all the places you can find us. I added the Facebook link. All that shit's right there below us and our personal ones and slash, uh, uh, podcast related ones because whiskey.tyler is not my personal Instagram, but you know. Um, we're working on Patreon and what was the other new one? Was it just Facebook? Oh, Facebook was the new one. Okay. So Patreon and then um, the website. The website, so. yeah. So uh, you can find where to find us. It'll all be in the show notes. Um, in addition to that, since we're a podcast about alcohol, if you struggle with alcohol addiction, we're going to put the number to call the people to help uh, you with that. We're going to put the helpline yeah. uh, in our description. Uh, there's nothing wrong with having a problem. Um, there's nothing wrong with seeking help either. Exactly. So exactly. that'll be in the, the show notes as well. Yep. Um, I... Uh, I'll just, I'll say that later. So I guess on that note, we will get into the 
whiskey. Opening the bottle. All right. So, Megan, talk to us about what we got today. All right. Because so. I'm excited since I picked it out. So today we are drinking the Bogue Distillery um, Salted Caramel Bourbon, which we've done their regular bourbon before. Um, it had a very, it was, a, it was the one that was super leather tasting. Yes. So this is. And yes, I went full basic white bitch and picked out, uh, oh man, I can't get, I can't get the camera on this without the glare. There you go. Salted caramel. Salted caramel. I went full basic white bitch. It should be pumpkin if you were basic white bitch. I mean, really. Well, you're right. But, you know, close enough. Yeah. Uh, so, as I was trying to figure out the tasting notes and stuff, we should be um, experiencing this. I could not find an actual review anywhere about the salted caramel. Um, so... As far as I know, we might be the first people doing an actual review of this uh, whiskey. I found lots of reviews for their regular bourbon, um, but not the salted caramel. So, uh, Bogue Sound, if you're listening, um, <coughs> thanks. Hopefully, it's a good whiskey and we'll give you a good review. Otherwise, oops, sorry. Yeah, we... I remember right we both liked the uh the actual the bourbon yeah we the did bourbon that was from uh friend greg yep if i'm not mistaken i actually still have the bottle in my cabin or cabin cabinet <laughs> yeah you know just out in my whiskey cabin out back um we're gonna have, need to build a whiskey cabin yeah i know i'm <laughs> i'm running out of space of whiskey bottles um but anyway it's in my cabinet just in case uh i i didn't want to forget the label and what it looked like Yep. That way I could buy some more. And I do believe they make that in shooters, little shooter bottles as well. I've seen it at the ABC yeah, store here. Yeah, I've seen the shooters. Um, uh, but we've we've reviewed this company before, so I'm not going to get into like a big amount of the history. Um, Bogue Sound is based in North Carolina. Um, and well, because there's no tasting notes or anything that I can give you guys, me and Tyler are going to have to wing it on our own we're gonna have to see what we get yeah um and i would just like to take a moment and say that my day has officially been shat on by tom brady and the tampa bay buccaneers oh they can all go fuck themselves um and so can the green bay packers right now because they do this to me every year we're gonna get to the nfc championship game and then choke uh so you i poured poor an, thing even though i'm gonna be the one presenting today i poured an extra finger and if I finish that, probably going to dive into the uh, Woodford Reserve double oak that's still sitting here because I really like it. Um, and also, another reason I bring up the Woodford Reserve is this past Monday was Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Mm -hmm. So I had it off of work. Just what I needed. More time off of work after having... Uh, a week and a half vacation at Christmas, coming back for one day, and then two weeks off for COVID, and then another vacation. <laughs> so I literally didn't work for a month. Um, but anyway, I took a spontaneous train trip on Monday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, just across the state, really. Choo-choo. Yep. Just because it was cheap, 
why not? Okay. And ended up in a brewery in Greensboro. Yeah. Uh, called Natty Greens, which apparently had their liquor license and had the regular Woodford Reserve bourbon. So naturally, once I saw this, I had a flight of beer. So naturally, once I finished those, I was like, well, bring me one. So I tried that. Um, and I, I, I will say I liked the double oaked more. It was okay. good, but I prefer the double oaked. Okay. And maybe one day we'll have to do the, the regular. I think it would be worthwhile doing a doing the double oak and the regular side by side. Oh, okay. I Interesting. That, I think we that would do, be worthwhile. We could do that. The note I took away from it is that it's it was spicier. The double okay. oak is smoother. It is which has got me thinking um more expensive whiskeys might it hurts our pocketbook, but so far they've been better than the cheaper ones. So I mean this this the is most part, true. So. But anyway, on that note, I reckon let's sniff this thing. Okay, you go ahead and sniff first. Um, Normally here, I would be talking to you guys more about the whiskey. Um, But again, like I said, we don't have anything on this whiskey. Uh, So I did find a... Free balling. Yeah, free balling. I did find a recipe for salted caramel bourbon pecan... Uh, French toast, which sounds amazing. So I'm uh, going to make that, I think. Yeah. I 100% told Megan when she's told me that if I don't end up liking this, this bottle is all yours just so you can make that. So well, my first scent is overwhelmingly sweet. Um, I get a little bit of alcohol scent in there, but mainly it's almost syrupy and I definitely do smell caramel. Yeah. I would have to agree with you. Um, I, I really have to sniff hard to get like a burn from the alcohol. Um, I can just kind of yeah. tell it's, it's like faintly there. Yeah. Um, but it, it's kind of like it has a mapley smell. Yeah. Like a uh, very syrupy mapley. Yeah. Maybe it, a hint of vanilla. It's just all around sweet. Very sweet. Um, very um, curious to know what it's going to taste like yeah. if it's as sweet as it smells. Yeah, I'm flashing back to Screwball. Oh, no. Hey, Screwball smelt delicious. <laughs> it did. Did not taste delicious. Sorry, no. Screwball. All right. All right, dive on in there. So while Megan drinks, I'm going to show off my pretty glass. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I don't think. Oh, all right. I'm going to reserve my judgment. Here I go. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh, wow. It is not whiskey. Um, oh, my God. It is. It's salted caramel. It's salted caramel. Uh, it is sweet AF. Yeah, it's sweet, but it legitimately it tastes, tastes like, like salted caramel. Yeah, it tastes like drinking salted caramel. Yeah. Like, I am, I am shooketh. Shooketh. <laughs> Um, it definitely had some burn going down with me. Like it's, it had a lingering burn down the esophagus that's still there, but not bad in any, any stretch. Um, Megan is taking like three or four sips if you're not on YouTube. Um, this is bloody dangerous because I could sit here and just 
drink this because it it's not I mean there's a slight slight burn but it, it yeah there's not much you you don't really know it's whiskey no let's see what is the this is 75 proof uh 37.5 uh ABV so it it's not as strong as some whiskeys that we've had in the past but it's uh it's up there. Like uh, Basil Hayden's is forty percent uh, ABV. So. Woodford Reserve is um, forty-five point two. Okay, so it it's on the lower end, but it's still a whiskey. It's not. It hasn't like gone down to like a beer or a wine. Yeah. Um. So this is one. Um, one uh, thing that mm. I, and and see, you've taken multiple sips. I've still only taken the one, and. It's it's leaving. It's not leaving. It's left a, a an aftertaste in the back of my throat, but I can't pinpoint what the taste is. All right, I'll stop sipping on it so I can get that aftertaste. Because I mean, I I could sit here and shoot this. I could chug it. I could. I don't know. That's. I really want to make that French toast now. So I hope you let me take the bottle home. Or see, I I think the burn. I just took a second sip. I think the burn is getting me more than it is you. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah, because I felt that one like in the back of my throat where my nose hole meets my mouth hole. I'm not getting a big burn. Like I, it didn't burn going down that time, but it I could get like the alcohol going through my I mean, nose. I can definitely taste that it's alcohol. Um, but it's it's so sweet. Yeah. It and very so, sweet, so desserty. Um, I mean, we're gonna have to, I guess, reserve our final thoughts to the end. But uh, I'm uh, John A. P. Connolly, salted caramel. Uh, thank you, Boat uh, Sound Distillery. We're gonna see what we think at the end. I just want to let y'all know, I got the bottle over here. I pulled it away from her. <laughs> So because I she, can't ha- reach. she has to drive home. I do. I have a little T-Rex arm, so I can't I reach. I can see her while I'm talking, pouring a little bit more in there. I definitely could see myself doing that, too. So, uh, yeah. Wow. Um, Yeah. So with that, we're going to hop into the one. Well, I actually, I have one more thing that I would like to say. Yes. Um, And to whoever, I'm pointing at the camera if you're not on YouTube. To whoever tried to log into my Instagram, fuck you. <laughs> Instagram <laughs> alerted me earlier today that there was an unauthorized login from some other country. I don't even remember where it was, but fuck you. Why are you trying to take my Instagram? Like, what <laughs> of all the Instagrams to take? I don't know. Anyway. All right. So we're going to hop into the wonder segment. Okay. Um. Let me find my notes here. Yeah, it's your turn <clears throat> this week, Tyler. It is my turn. And just because of how hectic it's been and my to-do list is ever-growing, um, it's this is what I was going to say earlier. It's probably going to end up being a little bit of a short episode. Okay. Um, I, I did really enjoy this topic. Um, but I decided to do, if you've listened to previous episodes, one from friend Morgan. Oh, I chose the London beer flood of 1814 because I like beer a lot and a beer flood sounds amazing. And we've had some uh, uh, heavy episodes the past yes. couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. so I figured this would be 
lighthearted, and boy was I wrong. Oh no! <laughs> I it's it's kind of lighthearted, but it's not lighthearted at the same time. Oh shit! Well, thank you, friend Morgan, for the suggestion. Absolutely. Um, I hope Tyler does your topic justice, and I'm a little scared now. So, um, all right. So, teach me. Well, what I'm what I'm gonna say is by as far as it being a, a short episode before I start is uh, for like episodes like Bitcoin and the Challenger space shuttle program thing. I had six pages of notes for this one. I only had three. Oh, so, but yeah. it, it's a relatively condensed, you know, condensed. Topic. Yeah. Probably like the Tunguska experiment. Yeah. So <clears throat> here we go. On October 17th, 1814 around five thirty PM. One of one of, if not the worst, beer-related tragedy occurred in the St. Giles Rookery in London. Tragedy. I'm not going to lie. I have not heard of any other beer tragedies. So. I've never heard of a beer tragedy, <laughs> but... Oh, is, well, apart from, like, drunk driving and whatnot. Well, but, yeah, okay. We're, that could be other alcohols, too. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Don't drink a drive. Yeah. Uh, so this tragedy resulted in the loss of thousands of gallons of beer, eight, possibly nine lives, oh, no. and sparked rioting in the area. Jesus yeah. Like I said, you think it's I was think thinking this would be, be something fun and exciting. No, it, no. It, it gets a little dark. It's dark. What? Yeah. So. Oh, geez. Right. Okay. So before we get into the actual event, let's take a look at the St. Giles Rookery. Okay. What is that? Do you know what a rookery is? Is it a? Distillery in Britain? No. No. Okay. Then I have no fucking idea. So uh, St. Giles is a district of London located in the southwest part of the borough of Camden. Yes, nay. Hello. <laughs> uh, so originally St. Giles was created in 1120 when Queen Matilda, what a name, who was the wife of Henry I. Uh, founded a monastery, chapel, and a hospital in order to create a quote-unquote colony for lepers. Which I didn't know what a leper was. I've heard it, but I didn't know. That's somebody with leprosy. <laughs> okay. Um, the site was chosen because it was separated from surrounding part of parts of London by fields and marshes, and this get out isolation. of society. Yeah, get yeah. Pretty much, we're gonna. Put you lepers over here and you be infected over there. Yeah, don't you stay infect away the rest from of us. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, it, this, I, it was named after St. Giles, who was the patron saint of lepers. <laughs> I see what they did there. I get it. I get it a lot. Yes. Very clever. Good on you, London. Um, so, fast forward to the 18th and 19th century. And St. Giles has become a rookery. What is a rookery, you might ask? Because I didn't know. Um, it's essentially a slum. A slum? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's the ghetto. Yeah. Oh. 18, 1800 ghetto. Um, as London grew, so did St. Giles. By 1831, the population was about 30,000 people, and it continued to increase during the 1840s, Due to many Irish immigrants relocating there because of the Great Tater Famine. 
which is would be a great topic for that another day. Would be a very good topic. Yeah. Um, I remember learning about that uh, in a U.S. history class. I didn't learn that. Or much not about U.S. history. <laughs> Fuck me. European history. Yep. Oh, Whatever. You're one of those nerds that doubled up on the history. I did. I, I've always been interested in history. So. I hated history when I was in high school. Really? Hated it. The only the only history I enjoyed was learning about World War II. It fascinated me. Beyond that, did not care. Openly made a mockery in my AP U.S. history class. Um, I just didn't like it. Did you guys see that AP he threw out there? Oh, yeah. I was an AP student. Come on now. 26th of my class. <laughs> out of 26? Uh, no, out of like 300. Oh, yeah, I was impressive. Top, top 10%, baby. Good Woo. job. Yep, it, it all leaked out somewhere. <laughs> um, that happens to all the gifted kids. Yeah, I know. Um, don't do, well, I didn't do drugs. Don't drink. <laughs> uh, so the Except area, listen to this podcast. It's yeah. Uh, you can listen and not drink. That's true. My yeah. dad does not drink, and he listens. There you go. So Thanks, Papa, Megan's Papa. I'm not going to say your last name. I mean, I mean, okay. I, I I put it on the website and it's on your Instagram. So I mean, I'm, thanks, Papa Cross. Yay! <laughs> I am gonna say it. There you go. All right. So uh, the area became known as one of the worst slums in Britain, uh, and I have two quotes here that I think pretty accurately summarize. All right. This is like Oliver Twist. Excuse me, sir. May I have some more? So Peter Ackroyd, who is a biographer and novelist, wrote that quote. The rookeries embodied the worst living conditions in all of London's history. This was the lowest point which human beings could reach. Oh, no. Yeah, not... not. Oh, that's, that's terrifying. And then we've got another gentleman by the name of Henry Mayhew. And I don't know if there's any relation to Peter Mayhew, but they are both English. So, Peter Mayhew played Chewbacca, for anybody that doesn't know. Um... So, uh, Henry Mayhew wrote, The parishes of St. Giles, with its nests of close and narrow alleys and courts inhabited by the lowest class of Irish coaster mongers, has passed into the byword as the synonym of filth and squalor. And although New Oxford Street has, has been carried straight through the middle of the worst part of its slums, the rookery Yet, especially on the south side, there are still streets which demand to be swept away in the interest of health and cleanliness. They are a noisy and riotous lot, fond of street brawls, equally fat, ragged, and saucy, and the courts abound in peddlers, fishwomen, news criers, and corn cutters. So, to summer, um, you know, just to put that in modern English, it sucked to live there. <laughs> <laughs> Eloquent. Yeah. Uh, I'm blunt and to the point. Um, due to the terrible conditions in the growing populations, cholera and tuberculosis ran rampant to the point where they ran out of room in the graveyard. Noise. And had to be buried in other districts. Noise. So, again, to summarize, this place was a shithole. Okay. Also, one little... Baby, baby Tyler Nugget, because I had to look this up. Um, damn, what's it called? I, I forgot now. Um, tuberculosis is called something else to be 
TB? Not TB. To be uh, something. There's there's like a verb. Well, you suck. Yeah, I forgot what I googled. Um, <laughs> let me let me see if I can find your it baby here. Tyler nugget. Is My baby Tyler nugget. Nothing. Sh- it was like a shark. <laughs> <laughs> like a full on shark. Oh, um. Well, as you're looking that up, all I'm picturing talking about this rookery is Oliver Twist. Um, that yeah, sounds pretty accurate. I mean that that's a fantastic uh, consumption. If oh. you have consumption, it means you have tuberculosis. Or if you I die, of, if you die of consumption, I did not. I'm, I knew that. How I'm, did I know that? I'm dumb boy. Oh, I knew that somehow. I don't know why, but I knew it. Anyway, that's what it is. Uh, if you die of tuberculosis, you died of consumption. I thought if you died of consumption, you died of like you did something stupid while you were drunk, like <laughs> fucking pass out on the railroad tracks or something, or not... just drank yourself into an early grave. Yeah. No, that's not consumption. Um. Yeah, I'm picturing Oliver Twist. Uh, Charles Dickens wrote that book. It's a fantastic book. Um, eh. It's a fantastic book. Eh. Eh. You keep saying that, but I don't think it's true. It's an okay book. It's a very good book. Yeah. Nah. You're uh, wrong. So, well, as usual. Maybe, yeah. Uh, so, you, she keeps, gosh, Navia keeps taking her nose as I'm mousing on the computer trying to scroll to the next page and nosing my arm up so that I can't mouse it. <laughs> can't mouse it? Yeah. Is that, I, is that a verb now? We're going to mouse it? Yeah, we're going to mouse things. Okay. Um. All right. So let's flash back to October 17th, 1814 now. So located in St. Giles is the Horseshoe Brewery owned by, it's spelled M E. U-X. Mooks? Mewix? It's pronounced. I looked it up. <laughs> Stupid French language. <laughs> I literally typed in my notes pronounced M-U-H. <laughs> so anyway, the Horseshoe Brewery was owned by and Co. Sir Henry was followed in the doorsteps of his followed in the doorstep. Sorry, I'm getting too caught up in the <laughs> Sir Henry. I'm dying over here. Sir Henry <laughs> was following in the footsteps of his father, Sir Richard. I mean, the dude's name is Dick. <laughs> Come on. Oh, what a fucking terrible friend. France. Change your language. That's French a, is a beautiful language. Okay. Um, <laughs> like normally. All right. Anyway, Papa had co-owned the Griffin Brewery and had constructed the largest vat in London. These Ooh. vats were capable of holding 20,000 imperial barrels, which, if you know any conversion that? rate, that's 42 gallons a barrel, which comes out to 800... 64,684 gallons. That is insanity. For comparison, an Olympic-sized swimming pool holds about 660,000 gallons. So it's about a... Almost one and a quarter... About one and a quarter Olympic-sized swimming pools. So... That's an obnoxious amount of liquor. Beer. Ale. Whatever. Porter, specifically. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so baby uh, tried to copy Papa uh, and built his own large vats at the horseshoe brewery, which he had bought. Um, and he built vats that held 18,000 Imperial barrels. And while this is an impressive feat, I'd like to note that he still got dad dicked. He got dad dicked? Dad dicked, yeah. What is dad dicked? Oh, I've never Lord. heard of that. Uh, dominated by another male, essentially. Um, it comes from like when you're, when you're a kid, as a, as a dude, like I remember showering with my dad when I was a little kid and like his dick looked <laughs> huge. And so it's like, you know, <laughs> you got dad dicked, <laughs> dominated. Okay, that sounds like some weird toxic masculinity shit. You never heard of dad dick? I've never oh, heard of dad it's, dick. It's a it's a kid term now. It's a it's a the kids say it. The kids say I'm, it. I'm hip. Oh yeah. <laughs> on fleek. Oh yeah, on fleek. You 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 don't have a swoop anymore. I don't. I need to get a haircut. Uh, anyway, after getting dad dicked, baby preferred to brew porters. Um which is a dark style of beer that was popular in London at the time. And still is. Yeah, yeah, it still is. It was originally brewed in London. Nobody can pinpoint the exact time, but they think it was in the 1700s. So relatively new, mm -hmm. uh, considering this is, you know, start 1800s. of 1800s. Yeah. Um, these large vats were essentially pressurized wooden barrels uh, held together by 700-pound iron bands. Okay. Like, like a barrel. Yeah, think a yeah. cask, a wooden cask. Yeah, I can see that in my head. That holds, you know, 18,000 imperial barrels. Okay, so, I mean, I get it. Around 4.30 p.m., the storehouse clerk, whose name was George Crick, noticed that one of these iron, one of the iron bands around the vat had slipped. Oh, no. Uh, now, this particular vat was completely full of porter beer and had been aging for about or that had been aging for about 10 months. Um, apparently, these uh, iron bands fell off a couple times a year. Um, That's so, safe. Yeah. Um, but Crick passed the information along to a supervisor and was told that, quote, no harm would ensure, ensue. Not ensure, ensue. Um, and he was instructed to write a note for one of the owners to have it fixed later. Well... He was wrong. Harm then ensued. He was super wrong. Okay. Wrong. Wrong, wrong. Um, about an hour later, the vat burst with no warning. Because the vat was pressurized, the force of the burst damaged, damaged slash destroyed several other vats, causing them to release even more beer. Oh, no. It's estimated that around 320,000 gallons of beer were released from this failure. Oh, now, no. if you're with me, if you're smart and pay attention to details, you might be thinking, wait a minute, that's not the 800,000 plus gallons that you said earlier could be held in this when yeah. you got dad dicked. Um, that's because it wasn't the largest vat that failed. Well, that's good. Yeah, historians aren't, oh, thank God. aren't sure exactly how much beer was held in the vat that failed, but they do know it was enough to wreak havoc. I just imagine if it was the full 800,000. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. All right. Well, what 
Another, uh, uh, sorry, I, this is a side sidetrack, but another example of, you said you're picturing Oliver Twist. Yeah. I'm kind of picturing Tortuga from Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, I get that. Mash that up with Oliver Twist and that's, that's. Okay, I can see that. Because it's basically drunken prostitutes everywhere. Okay. According to a lot of sources. Uh, anyway. Now that you're saying like all this broke, I am picturing now like a cartoon and like. The dude opens the door and there's just like a wall of beer and he just looks at it and then it falls. Not quite. No. Okay. The force of the beer actually knocked down the rear wall of the brewery and sent bricks flying, (laughs) damaging neighboring roofs. Holy shit. It's almost like a movie where a mad scientist or the government or something came up with a monster in a lab. Kind of like Jurassic Park. They created this thing and, just, and they had it contained and then it all of a sudden free. it broke out of the containment and, <laughs> you know, except this monster was beer. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now you've got this 15 foot tidal wave of beer. Just 15 foot. It was 15 feet. Oh at, my. At its biggest. 15 feet. That is. Part of me wants to take a swim. Three of me. Part of me doesn't. And remember, this is 1814. How many people know how to swim? I mean, living in London, they're on that. Um, I would hope a lot of people could swim. I, I think the majority of people didn't know how to swim. No, no. Yeah. Um, so like I said, a 15 foot tidal wave of beers flowing through St. Giles. Um, the wave destroyed two houses and badly damaged two others. It washed people away, flooded many basements and cellars. Where people were inside, and they were forced to climb on top of furniture to avoid drowning. Um, in one of the two houses, Mary Bamfield, and that's Bam with an M, uh, was having tea time with her daughter, Hannah, oh, no. and another little girl oh. when the beer swept through. Hannah, the little girl, was killed while her mother and the other little girl were washed into the street. In the cellar of the second house, a wake was being held by an Irish family for a two-year-old boy who had died the previous day. Then the beer wave struck, and it filled the cellar, killing the boy's mother, along with the four other mourners, including a three-year-old child. Oh, no. I don't like this story anymore. It got dark fast. Yeah, that escalated quickly. I mean, it's a 15-foot wave of beer. I, I mean... Nobody can swim. And they're all in cellars. Oh, my God. That's... Shit happens. I shouldn't say shit happens, but, you know, (laughs) that's a recipe for disaster. That's a better way of phrasing it. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, (coughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Tyler's dying, guys. I don't know if you can hear him. I'm sorry. Did you go down the wrong pipe? Mm Mm-hmm. He drank water and it went down the wrong pipe. I took a... Took a drink of water and it went down the wrong pipe. I'm dying. I can. Oh, well. Does oh. anyone want to be a co host of a podcast? Oh, man. Um, I leave all this equipment to Navy. <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I you hope okay? Yeah. Do we need to take a break? Mm-mm, no. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a survivor. I'm a COVID survivor. I'm going to power through this. Um, as the wave impacted. The Tavistock Arm, a local pub, it caused a wall to topple onto 14-year-old bardmaid Eleanor Cooper, Aww. who was washing pots. Uh, she did not survive. 
In another house down the street, another three-year-old named Sarah Bates was found dead. Although I couldn't really find much information on this death other than the fact that she was found dead after all this. Um, amazingly, everybody that was in the brewery survived, but several were taken to the local hospital. Mm. <clears throat> mm. I'm sorry, I'm still fighting. Fighting the urge to cough here. <clears throat> At the time, I would say most of England, as well as the local newspapers, disliked the Irish immigrants and reported very little on the scene uh, and not didn't care enough to report on a death that occurred long after the beer wave had receded. Um, in the aftermath, people scrambled to find whatever they could to gather up as much free beer as they could. They were looking for pots, cauldrons, cups, flagons, hollowed out horns, whatever they could find to get this free beer. And some people even resorted to just, uh, you know, drinking it. Just laying in the ground. Going, <laughs> um, you do what you got to do when you live in the slums. Exactly. Uh, the scramble for this free beer resulted in mass drunkenness. And as mentioned above. That's not funny. It's fucking hilarious. I have a fucked up sense of humor, though. So I mean, I would also say I have a, a very dark sense of humor, but I shouldn't. I, I shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, as I mentioned earlier, there was one death, and it was it happened much you know after much later after this beer wave had receded. I'm sure you can probably guess what it was from: alcohol poisoning. <laughs> There's that fucked up sense of humor. Uh, oh God! <laughs> so the area was said to have looked like it had been through an earthquake or a fire. Once the carnage was properly assessed. Oh, my goodness. That's... Oh, yeah. Wow. So, I found this hilarious as well. And this says a lot about me. Uh, the brewery began charging people to come and view the scene. And the destroyed vats and several hundred people showed up. Damn, uh, you're oh, an asshole. Was a businessman. <laughs> um... The mourners who were killed in the cellar were each given their own wakes at a nearby public house, while the other bodies were laid in a nearby yard by their families. Some fam families even followed the brewery's lead and charged people to see the bodies. To see a dead body. Come come see my three-year-old daughter. Not just a dead body, a body killed by beer. A beer tidal wave. A be <laughs> How many people can say that in the history of the world? I mean, probably like three or 14, eight, eight however eight, many. Nine. I, I'm not even going to count the guy that died from alcohol poisoning. Not eight people that can say that in history ever. I still would not <clears throat> pay to see that person's dead body. And I, if it was my child or I my wouldn't spouse, pay for it. I'd I, try to find a way to sneak in, but that's because I'm cheap. Would. I'm cheap. Uh, I have no desire to see a dead body. Thank you. Oh, uh, sent him. I've seen them too, so I don't want to see them oh. again. Yeah. Um. One such I want to talk about that off the air. Okay. Yeah, that's that's an interesting story. That's like where my depression like really spiraled out of control. Oh, really? It's okay. Fun, fun story. Uh. Well, we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. No, I'll talk about um, it. I don't care. One such viewing break the stigma actually resulted uh, in the floor collapsing under the weight of too many people trying to view the dead body. And plunge them all 
into a beer flooded cellar. I don't know if anybody died from that, but that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> they hadn't even got the beer out. Sounds like an SNL skit. It yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> um, in addition to all this, other collections were taken up for the families. <clears throat> so, at this point, you might be wondering why wasn't the brewery held responsible for this, and why didn't they have to pay these people? Well, that's a good question. I'm also, well, I'm also, I'm not an expert in 19th century British law, but what I have gathered is that an investigation was conducted and the brewery was taken to court. However, the jurors ruled that this was an, and I quote, (coughs) an act of God. (laughs) And that the lives had been lost casually, actively, and by misfortune. Therefore, no one was responsible. Wrong. <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong. That was not an act of God. An act of God. No, that was an OSHA violation. OSHA doesn't exist in well, it should. England. That's an, that's an American thing. Is it? Whatever England's OSHA is. Whatever. <laughs> um, they have to have an OSHA. I'm sure they They're do. They're safer than we are. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't know. I've never been there. Maybe. But I'm sure they don't have actual OSHA because that's an American government thing. Um, I'm going to look that shit up. (laughs) It's believed by some that the brewery bribed their way into this decision. However, due to the loss of beer, partial destruction of the brewery of itself, and the partial destruction of the brewery itself, the company was teetering on the edge of bankruptcy. So who actually knows if they had the money to do that? Um, it's estimated that the flood cost the brewery around 23,000 pounds at the time. For reference, that's about 1.25 million pounds today. Um, the company was able to avoid bankruptcy, however, because it was able to reclaim excise duty that had been paid on the beer. And excise duty is a type of tax designated to discourage the purchase of a particular good. So essentially, they had already paid tax on this beer and were able to go to the government and say, hey, uh, we paid tax on that beer that we can't sell. And so give us our tax money back. And they did it. Wow. Um, There is an OSHA in England, and it is called OSHA. Oh, wow. Look at that. So I I thought that was American. No, that the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. Interesting, because don't they normally call their things ministries? I don't know. Yeah. But it's That's why there's the UK Ministry of dash Magic. OSHA by Europa.eu. Interesting. Yeah, cuz I know they they normally call their stuff ministries. That's why in Harry Potter it's the Ministry of Magic, not well, just for the uh I believe that's alliteration where everything's the same letter. Or is that constipation? <laughs> oh, wait, that's me. Um In addition to reclaiming the tax money on the beer, uh, the company was compensated about 7,250 pounds, which is about 400,000 today for the lost beer. Um, This is their fault. An Mm. act of God. Yeah, okay. Horseshoe Brewery uh, actually opened back up shortly afterwards and was open until 1921 at that location. They survived. They kept selling beer. Yeah. Until uh, 
yeah, they, they were there until 1921. Uh, then baby meh, decided to uh, move the operation to another brewery that he had purchased in 1914. Um, meh and co lasted until 1961 when he, when it went into liquidation. Um, so as for the family mem- families who lost members, uh, they received nothing from the company and nothing from the government. Go fuck yourself. Wow. Pretty much is what they were told. Wow. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. So, but they also got nothing from the government, so the government's not doing any favors either. You gotta remember, this is also <coughs> predominantly Irish people in um, uh, Britain. I'm sorry, I got sidetracked there thinking of a quote from a show, and it, it's relevant in a way. Um, and it's very politically incorrect, but well, now you have to say I'm going. I'm not going to say it because it says the N word in there twice. But oh, what show is it from? It's from a show called Hell on Wheels. It used to be on AMC. It's about building the railroad, the the town that followed uh, the Union Pacific as it built the railroad across the continent, the first transcontinental railroad. Anyway, basically, there's an Irish guy that's uh, very, very, very racist. Uh, you you basically have two protagonists. One's one's a white guy, one's a black guy. Um, and there's this one Irish guy that's very racist towards the black guy. And obviously this is right after the Civil War ended. So, you know, tensions are still high. And he basically goes on to say something about Elam, the black guy, confronts him and is like, Why are you why are you so why you got such a hard on for me or for black people? And the Irish guy goes, because we were the black people in where I come from in England. So essentially they were treated like Irish were treated like scum in England in this time. <coughs> so that's probably why the government didn't step in and help them. Can't we all just be equals? No, I'm better than everybody. I kid, I kid, I kid. Yeah. Okay. I kid. <laughs> my head and remember Megan built my head up to this big it's all my fault yeah, I did it she did it <laughs> she did it it's me I, po- I realized I pointed my whole hands off the screen she did it look at the little T-Rex arm <laughs> um, one final note oh, on shit. the disaster uh, it did result in the phasing out of wooden fermentation casks they were replaced by vats that were lined with concrete oh gross would you rather have exploding wood? No, ones? no, I would not. But and that's the story of the London beer flood of eighteen fourteen. Wow. Meh. Meh. Stupid name. Stupid language. Ugh. I think the only Ugh, good thing that French France ever gave the rest of the world was a blowjob. You want another little Tyler? Nugget? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, that's where the blowjob came from. French women were doing it, and when uh, American men went over, well, that's how it came to America, I'll say it that way. Um, They went over there and were sleeping with French women during World War I, and they brought it back. I looked it up. (laughs) That's where the blowjob came from, guys. Not what you expected today, huh? No. Um, Fascinating. I was thinking, thank France for, you know, croissants and some really good cuisine but yeah i've had french food it's not that good it's a lot of snails uh escargot is delicious (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god, I gotta make that a sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an angry cow. It is. Um. All right, so <clears throat> that's that. We're gonna... Where my schedule is. Alright, we're gonna duck out of the wonder segment and jump into a... It's time for trivia with Tyler. I made my own jingle this time because I still haven't got mine. Well, COVID is delaying I'm, lots of shit. Yeah, Don't be. I, I might reach out to my uh, um, to our um, voice actress. Voice actress, see if we can get something temporary. Yeah. And but, we need a wonder segment thing, too. Yeah, uh, I, I, I know. Um, uh, my, my friend, I just checked my phone because, again, I keep trivia with Tyler on here. And my friend has sent me a post on Instagram on my personal one. And I can see it's from NFL something or another. <laughs> Rubbing in that wound. I don't want to look at it. I'm, I was finally back into a good mood. I've been in a bad mood all afternoon. And I was finally <laughs> back into a good mood. And now I'm not. Anyway. I the actually, sports ball did wrong. Yeah. No, not the sports ball. The sports team. And the old man. Anyway. Um, I actually have a... This is just an episode chock full of Tyler Nuggets. Because this is like... Number three, and I actually have a double feature for trivia with Tyler wow. today. So there's going to be four of- Tyler nuggets in here. Whoo, and one of them was a shark. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So <clears throat> Apple co founder Steve Wozniak. Oh, actually, no, let me start with this one. Steve Jobs never coded for Apple. According to Apple co founder Steve Wozniak, he didn't do any original design, and one of Apple's earliest employees also stated that Woz was the inventor while Jobs was the marketing person. Yeah, that's um, the way it worked for Microsoft as well. Um, though Bill Gates did do some of the coding, he mainly was the marketer. Hmm. Um, oh, what was his partner's name? I did a huge, huge, huge project on these guys in high school. Well, while you find that, I'm going to give my other nugget. Uh, Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak has disdain for money and large wealth accumulation. In 2017, he said he didn't want to be near money because it could corrupt your values. When Apple went public, Wozniak offered $10 million worth of his stock to early Apple employees, something which Steve Jobs refused to do. Wow. I like Wozniak. I already liked him way more than Jobs. I like him a lot more now. Paul Allen is... Never heard of him. Bill Gates Wozniak. Hmm. I did not know that. Interesting. Yes. So, which one of us... Oh, I think we already know which one of us is the marketer and which one of us is the inventor. Or do we? I don't know. Megan's face. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm curious. What's your opinion? Who Who's the marketer and who's the inventor? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Um, I would say you're, you're probably the inventor more mm-hmm. so than yeah. I am. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's what, yeah. Yeah. You're okay. the marketer. You do all the social media yeah. stuff for the most part. Okay. Yeah. I thought this was a trick question. Yeah. No, no, no. It, okay. There ain't no such thing as trick questions with me. Uh, this stupid thing is squeaking somehow. My mic boom. WD-40. I have WD-40 the shit out of this thing and it's still squeaking. I can't figure out where it's coming from. Well. But anyway, on that note, um, 
Let's do this. Final thoughts. So I'll make an observation that for those people that are uh, listening via podcast, this is my glass. My glass is empty. I finished it, but I was also telling a story. So I kind of had to throw them back and Megan's is not. No. And I can tell you the reason why, because I've been purposefully trying to sip on it because I want to throw it back. I want to just gulp it because it is delicious. Okay. So I've been trying to maintain myself and just do little sips so I don't kill myself. Okay. I really enjoyed throwing it back. It was good. It was delicious. Yum, yum. Um, Tasted like salted caramel with a hint of that alcohol taste. I mean, with how leathery um, the John A.P. Connolly bourbon was when we originally did it, like, I remember it tasting like chewing on leather. I can't remember what episode it was. Yeah, I don't but, either, but that was, I. yeah, I can still taste it in my mouth. That yeah. is that strong of a yeah. leather taste. And I was expecting this to be like sweet leather, but it is like drinking melted caramel that you maybe dropped a shot of whiskey in. That's very interesting because I 100% took it at face value and said, oh, I'm going to drink salty caramel. Uh, I was expecting leather. This is exactly what I expected, frankly. Well, not what I expected at all. So I am impressed. So I'm going to say thank you, friend Greg, for introducing us to this uh, this brand. Because, yeah, nice. Absolutely. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I really liked it. Uh, it's so good. I didn't necessarily get a chance to sip, per se. I don't think I'd want to sip this. I, it's hard to sip. Why? Why is it hard? Because it is so sweet and so good. Mm. Okay. It's like a dessert. I mean, it's... It, and I I would say I have a sweet tooth. So, like, I want to just... <laughs> shove it in my face. I definitely have a sweet tooth that I can't control. Um, Yeah, I... It's a shooter for me. It's delicious. Um, I really like it. I'm surprised because it's so sweet, but yeah, I don't know if it's something I could. Uh, it, it's one of those that I would keep in the cabinet and break out on occasion. Yes, I agree. It's I would not special occasions. Just just whenever the once the in a urge. while when you want something sweet. I would yeah. never ever mix this with anything. I think it needs to be drunk straight. Um, I, I haven't mixed it with anything, so I don't know. I can't picture mixing this with, like, making a whiskey sour out of this or making... No, but... Like a, a Jack and Coke type yeah, drink. Uh, so. I could I could actually see myself doing that because I'm a huge fan of vanilla Coke. And I think that that would be an interesting combo adding a little bit of vanilla to this because it's almost like it's got some vanilla. Hmm. I can see myself trying that one, actually. Mm, big brain. Big brain time. Um, yeah, I like I said, this wouldn't be any kind of celebratory whiskey. Just when the mood strikes, 
Yeah, I want something a little sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. I, I want to call it a shooter. Megan wants the bottle. I don't I'm know if I should to, give it to her. I'm not gonna pour anymore. I'm trying to see if there's a like sugar content written on it. Oh, that's a good point. <coughs> yes, I'm still fighting where that water went down the uh wrong wrong pipe. There is not a sugar content in this, so Lord knows how many grams of sugar there is. Um, I don't know. But oh, excuse me. This is batch number 26, bottle number 304. That's mm-hmm. handwritten on the bottle. Um, hey, nope. Nope. <laughs> there you go. Can you see it? There you go. All right. Yeah, she's holding it up to the camera for anybody that's listening um, to the audio of this. I um, love when whiskeys have the things like handwritten on them. Uh, just it feels more personal, and I just I don't know it. And in my opinion, it it shows that the company is a company that really cares and values what they do. They aren't just a mass produced. Meh, 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 meh. Uh, so with all that being said. What you rate it? Well, first off, do I hit this button or not? What button? Pew! The shooter button. I call it a shooter. I think it's one hundred percent something I would, I would shoot. Yeah, shoot all it. right. It's a shooter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a shooter. Um, it's ah, uh, it's dangerously good. Like. As a whiskey, I would not rate it very high because it's not whiskey-y to me. So. Interesting. As a whiskey, if I am judging it as just a whiskey, it's going to be like four, three or four. I I'm, See, I don't think there's very much sugar in there because I don't think... Uh, I don't I don't know enough about the process and it's something that I've actually thought about doing as a topic of how to do whiskey, but I don't know if they can add sugar into that process or if they just have to, Oh, I know we'll have to, to look, look that up. up. If anybody's aware, let us know. So teach us about how they make whiskey. If you're, Definitely. if you're part of a distillery, we'll come take a tour. Yeah. You know, we'll review like your whiskey. And yeah. Check you out. Um, okay. So, so as a whiskey, it's between a three and a four. Cause it's not, it's not, it's not whiskey enough for me, but as a drink, as something I could just sip on and shoot, it 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 tastes like a mixed drink. It tastes like a cocktail, in my opinion. Interesting. And as a cocktail, I would rate it a six or a seven. It is very sweet. I would not drink it a lot because it would eventually get too rich. Um, but as like a quick shooter, um, or even. You know, maybe a little tiny thing to sip on during like ice cream or something like that. I think I would probably enjoy it, but. I think you're stereotyping whiskey there. I am definitely. I mean, kidding. I am Um, definitely stereotyping whiskey, but whiskey is not supposed to be sweet like this. Yeah, no, Um, I'll give you that. And I'm not disagreeing. I just wanted to jerk your chain for a minute. Thanks. Um. I would, 
like I said, this is one that's going in the cabinet to come out. Uh, if I want something to shoot, if I want, you know, uh, especially if I have people that are not whiskey people that I'm sharing with, okay, I would I would pull this out. Um, yeah, but I'm. I wouldn't. Um, very rarely would I pull this out just to pull it out. Um, it tastes delicious. Um, but as far as honestly, I think my rating would be five. Okay. It's delicious. Uh, it's just not something I'm going to go to if I'm going to go out because I've said this before. More often than not, when I'm drinking, you know, whiskey, I'm having a cigar with it. And yeah. I'm not going to pull this out to have it with a cigar. Mm, um, no. The sweetness. Like I said, I'm going to pull it out if I want something real quick just to shoot. Um, and if I have some people that are not whiskey drinkers, I'm going to say, hey, try this. Um, so I'm going to put it at a five. Middle of the road. It's It tastes well but it doesn't fit into a lot of situations for me. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's I'm something, it's something I would keep in the, um, keep in the cabinet, but I'm not, I'm going to let you take it home. Cause you want to make that thing. Uh, happy birthday in November. Um, so happy early birthday, belated birthday, whichever one you <laughs> want it to be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right well yeah I, I, like i say it just doesn't doesn't fit in enough situations for me to rank higher so yeah. i guess i'm kind of along the same lines as you but overall it, it tasted amazing yeah yeah and i'm i'm uh totally with you like i it tastes really good i could drink and drink and drink it and make myself sick but for a whiskey, it's just, it's not, it's not a whiskey I would. You expect a certain flavor profile exactly. for the whiskey. Exactly. And this is deviating from that, and I applaud them deviating from it, and I applaud they set out, whether they set out for it or not, it tastes like salted caramel. Yes. Just like it, it tastes amazing. Yes, it that's does. That's just not, it, when I think whiskey, that's not what... Where you go. I want. Yeah. Like, I I will... Some whiskey has, like, caramel notes, but... It's not like you just put caramel in your mouth. Yeah. This is, you put caramel in your mouth, it's melting on your tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, that aftertaste, by the way, um, as I've been sitting here and you've been talking, I think the aftertaste is kind of like a vanilla. Okay. Um sitting on the back of my tongue. So that's okay. what that's what I'm going to go with for the aftertaste. Um Yeah, I It's not bad. I can see myself getting burnt out if like I said, it just it would be one that came out occasionally. I can yes. see myself getting burnt out of it. So. I can see myself cooking with this one a lot, making like french toast with it. Um forcing friend Shelby to make us cookies or something with it. 
Uh, friend Shelby, I think you just got drafted. You still have to make us uh, whiskey, bourbon, uh, cinnamon rolls, by the way. I I'm, didn't forget. I'm, I'm not eating sugar. I'm trying not to eat sugar, so I'm going to have to. You're going to have to tell me how good those are. Mm, mm, mm. That's why I'm going to let you take that home and make <laughs> French toast. But, um, all right. So I reckon that'll about wrap up our final thoughts here. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, we're going to transition now. Mail time. And read some mail. Right. We got exactly. You guys are Johnny on the spot with your <laughs> uh, emails because let me tell you, we'll go all week and not get a single email and be sitting here day of like, well, well shit, we I don't guess have we're anything. just going to have to nag them to send us more emails. And then on and Sunday, on Sunday, usually in email. the after- afternoon, we get an email. Yeah. So, um, uh, but please email us for the love of God. Um, more so than just my family and thank you friend Morgan and friend Shelby who have emailed us and thank you mom and dad who have also emailed us. But, uh, it, it, I want to hear from all of you, not just the people that love me because I'm me and love me because I'm well, and just deal with me because I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I shouldn't say (laughs) I, anyway, my dad generally genuinely likes you. You oh, yeah. and him have like yeah. the similar Papa Cross is cool. He's cool people. Yeah, we've never you've never met my mom. She's way more like me, more liberal and hippie-ish. Okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that shade. I, how is that shade? Okay. <laughs> the face you made with it. People on YouTube back me up. That I, face you made with it was Oh, I'll have to go back painful. and watch. When was this? This is an hour and nine and a half all right that was a little painful oh i'll have to Mm. go check that i didn't realize i made a face (laughs) um all right so we got a message for and let me tell you for a while i was confused well i wasn't confused i was like i don't know this person i looked at the name and i was like uh is this like our first person that neither one of us knows sad and then i read the email and got to the end and it says love you megan mom and i was like <laughs> oh well i guess this is not our first rando no. emailing us uh my parents are divorced so my mom uh took her maiden name again understandable and so uh she is not across anymore she is her maiden name um so i can definitely see why that was confusing and that's i sad. wanted to make a joke something like she's parallel now across uh 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 I'm not going to laugh at that. I crack myself up. (gasps) I hate you. Uh, All right. So Megan's mom writes, first, I want to wish you a happy new year. Um, Happy new year, mom. I want to let you know how impressed I am with the way you can review whiskey. Uh, Of course, I've spent... uh, Of course, I've spent a bit buying new whiskeys to try out. I also wanted to thank you for mentioning uh, people who have problems with alcohol on your New Year's show. You mentioned a phone number that people could call. I wonder if you can mention it on all your shows. Well, it's kind of a long number and blah, blah, blah. We're going to put it in our we're show gonna notes. We're going to put it in the show notes yeah. and we're going to mention it in our uh, little social, social media blurb. blurb. Yes. That it is in the show notes. So anybody that needs help can find it there. Um, 
So we appreciate that suggestion. Um, she also writes, I really enjoyed some of your subjects you do on the wonder portion of your show. I think the Olympics was my favorite so far. Keep up the great work. Uh, I'm not going to read the rest of it because she, well, actually, yeah, I'll read that too. Why the hell not? As far as criticisms go, I would uh, be careful on interrupting each other. Fuck you, Tyler. (laughs) While the other is speaking so that we can stay involved in the subject and not go somewhere else. So, I'm terrible about that because are I'm you? A, yeah, because I'm an asshole and my opinion matters. <laughs> um, no, uh, I'm, I'm episode I'm, five, Dag Hammarskjöld. Yes, I the was, shit show. I was drunk. Uh, <laughs> no, I think we can. Well, video wise, last week was the shit show. No, yeah, last, last, week, last week was, was technical difficulty. Last shit week show. was a. Oh, it was a shit show for me. Anyway. Um, yes, I, I, I have been working on that. I've, I've heard it about the Dag Hammarskjöld from several people now. Um, so yes, I'm working on that, but at the same time, we do want it to be conversation, like almost yes. like we're having a conversation. Yes. So um, there's bound to be some interruptions. I'm just that person in a conversation that will cut everybody off to say what I want to say because I'm dumb and it'll <laughs> leave my brain. If I don't get it out. So. Uh, I will say we've had a couple of people um, com- compliment and comment on the fact you and I are very different politically. Um, Not even that, just in general. Yeah, we're, in general, we're very, we're very opposite people. Opposite people. And uh, a lot of people have said how they really like that about our show is that we are so different from one another. There's always going to be that good conversation, that good debate there. Um <coughs> And we can agree and disagree and... Yeah, and you're still my best yeah. friend, despite you being wrong all the time. It's fine. Yeah, okay. Love you. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I do want to pause the bus for a minute here, not get <clears throat> too crazy on this, but you just said we're opposite politically, and earlier you said you're liberal, which implies that I'm a Trump fanatic. I'm no, no, in no, no, no. no way, shape, I or did form not a say Trump fanatic. Trump... I know, but I... We're not going to go super deep into politics. No, I just want to throw that out there. No, yeah. that's a different... That's a that's, whole... That's a whole different another cup of tea. Yeah. He's... Yeah. Mm, no, mm, I, I'm I'm just... Mm. I'm more libertarian than anything. Yes, anyway. I'm more socialist. So He's libertarian, I'm socialist. Ugh. <laughs> Government. Meh. 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 <laughs> that's going to be my sound effect when I don't like something. Meh. Uh, anyway. So... Yes, we do want it to seem like a conversation, and yes, we are very different people, but we're friends, and unlike most... Actually, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to take an optimistic route. I'm trying to work on positivity, people. I'm rubbing off on him. No. Oh. I'm, I'm realizing how <laughs> negative I am. Um, <laughs> I think the majority of the country is like us. They can disagree with one another on social and political issues, I think the vocal minorities can't. And, uh, you know, I think the vocal minorities might make up 5% of the population total on both sides. So I think, I think we're a pretty good representation of... The average American. The average American people, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I don't really know how we got away from talking over one another and onto this subject. Because it, it it ties into that. Yeah, it, it does, because we have points we want to make, and sometimes 
and we need to tell the other one to shut up for a second so we can make those points. Yeah, and I'm dumb and forget you. I mean, hell, I couldn't remember fucking... Um, God damn it, I can't remember it now. <laughs> fucking the tuberculosis thing. Consumption? Uh, consumption. Cons- I wanted to say confounded. Confounded. <laughs> but I knew that wasn't right. See, I'm you dumb. You are confounded. I'm dumb, guys. Um, But, yeah, so... It is something that we're working on. It's it's really hard when we're virtual. Yes. Um, which we're going to try not to do again. Right. That, yeah. Until we can get that worked out. Yeah. That um, was a nightmare. Just because if we do it virtual, it'll be podcast only. It yeah. Won't, we no won't video. Have any video. That was, or it'll, it'll just be me on video. Yeah. That was a disaster. Absolute, <laughs> absolute disaster. Yeah. But I think we were awake until like 2 a.m. Or something recording. Thank um So. Yeah, no, that was actually, ironically, that was Sunday, uh, Monday. It was MLK. It was MLK, and I had the spontaneous trip that I planned on Sunday. Um, So I had to be up early to take the train, so I only got a couple hours of sleep. But is what it is. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so that's, that's, uh. Sorry, uh, we got away from your... <laughs> your email, <laughs> she, mom, she, sorry. Hold on, she literally said, uh, as far as the criticism goes, I would be careful on interrupting each other when the other is speaking so we can stay involved and on subject, or in the subject, and not go somewhere else. Well, we just went somewhere else <laughs> in the middle of your email. How you like us now? <laughs> I mean, it's part of our personality. Hope you yep. like us for it, because yep. I don't see either of us changing. <clears throat> Dad dick. Oh, <laughs> that is my new favorite word. Dad dicked. Okay. Yep. I think that's um, two words. Maybe it's hyphenated. Phrase. It's, it is two words. Two words. It's phrase. I should say phrase. Anyway, she finishes her email with, thanks again for teaching us new things. And then she leaves a note that she wants to remain anonymous. So I'm not going to read that. And she says, love you, Megan. Mom. Thanks, Mom. Should I read the other email? Uh, what is the other email? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll read it. Okay. Uh, she goes, uh, in all caps, I am, I am, a, uh, should I read this? Did, yeah, I know what okay. you're talking about. Just yeah. read it. She says, we need more mail time. Yep. Yeah. She says, I am embarrassed. I should have wished you well before this. Megan, I hope your test went well. Saying prayers. Love always, mom. Thanks, so, mom. Thanks, Megan's mom. We appreciate that. The feedback, the suggestions, uh, your anonymous bit, we appreciate as well. Definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. I am going to say your name, mom, because you have one of the prettiest names I've ever heard. Um, my mom's name is yeah. Leona. <laughs> I hate you, Tyler. Shut up. <laughs> my mom's name is Leona, and Leona is such a unique and pretty name. I absolutely love that name. So I'm going to say Leona is my mom. If you see a Leona flooding around social media, which you won't because she doesn't have any, but if you do, it's probably my mom. Mama Leona. Mama Leona. We're Greek, <laughs> not Italian, but. Uh, similar area. <laughs> Don't tell that to my grandfather. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, I think we're sitting here at an hour and 20 minutes. <clears throat> Our last couple episodes have been pushing on an hour and 45. Um, we did is, some deep, in, yeah, deep we did subjects. Some deep, dark chat. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Whew. I'm out of breath after that one. I'm just kidding. Um. 
I guess if you want to uh, reach out to us, you know, check the show notes, check the video. You can see them all plastered on the screen there. I worked really hard on, you know, adding that Facebook thing and getting things in the right order so that it didn't smear over the logo there. Hey. Um, that's a joke. I didn't work that hard. Um, stickers. stickers $3. Definitely. Uh, for sure. We're working on the website. If you guys have any ideas or want anything on the website in particular, shoot us an email. Let us know. It's in development. I can, I'm not going to say I can do anything, but I can do a lot of things on there. Um, it's just a slow process, especially the weeks when I have to research. It just kind of takes up the time that I would normally work on the, uh, work on the website. So, um, yeah, email us. Let us know what you Definitely. want on there, what you would like to see. Whiskeyandwonder at gmail.com. Please, for the love of God, email us. Preferably before Sunday, so we aren't like sitting here like panicking, like, oh, shit, we don't have anything to use. Oh, I know exactly what I'm going to do. Oh, I'm never gonna, mind. I'm going to chast... I'll tell everybody I'm going to chastise you guys for not emailing us, just like <laughs> we used to have to do. You're going to get stern <laughs> talking to if you don't email us. You hear that? You're going to get your butt whipped. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't really know about that, but <laughs> I, I can't come through the radio or the the monitor or whatever screen they're watching on. But email us. Please. Please, Please email us. Please. <laughs> um, and I reckon on that note, we uh we go ahead and end this. Okay. Well, guys, uh it's great to be back in the studio. I'm glad I'm getting to hang out with Tyler again. Woo! Yay. Um Let's be honest, I just wanted to see Bo more than anything. Yeah, I I've know. missed especially, him. Especially since this is going to be the only opportunity um, we get for a few weeks. A few weeks, yeah. yeah. to see him. Yep, so I love my, I love my Australian Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Uh, send us money on PayPal so I can buy my own Australian Shepherd, please. Anyway. Uh, no. <laughs> Let's put that towards the podcast and growing it right now. Down the road, maybe. No, maybe. All right. So uh, on that note, guys, thank you again so much. Um, I've had a lot of fun being back with Tyler, as I'm sure you guys have been able to tell. Um, as always, don't <coughs> drink and drive. Cheers.